Okay, there is um, a lot to discuss today. So it's been like two weeks since I've, you know, talked to myself about all the things I've watched, what happened this week. So we have a lot to discuss. Okay, so as we know, I took my reading week trip to BC to see my dad and my sister. Such a good time. Had a great relaxing time. I literally rotted on the couch for a week straight. I had to skate a few times, but that was it because I had to take my skating tests right when I got back. So, me and my grandma watched Love is Blind during the day. I rewatched the last season with her and I pretended that I had never seen it before. So, that was really funny. One thing about me is I can rewatch a show over and over and over, and I will never get bored. I just, I'm going to catch something new every time. So, I don't mind rewatching stuff. So, watch that with her. She was fucking shook. By the end, like all the SK, like cheating. Um, she was shocked that Alexa and Brennan got married. Shocking. I love them, but whatever. So my trip came to an end and I was supposed to leave on um Saturday, Friday, Friday. So I packed my stuff. I'm ready to go, ready to go to the airport. Um actually the night before at like four in the morning, I got a message that my flight was delayed 40 minutes and I'm like okay so my layover was 40 minutes that's no longer going to work my flight was only like I was going Vancouver Calgary home that's where I'm going so I was gonna miss my connection so we had to change my flight my second flight to later so we got like a five o'clock flight whatever so I get to the airport and as I'm standing in line, my flight gets pushed back again. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I go to the desk and I'm like, yo, like, I'm really not going to catch this flight, girl. Like, I don't know what to say. And she was like, um, well, all the other flights to where you're going is are booked. So I think you should just try to get on the plane to Calgary and, you know, try your best. I'm like, girl, um, my flight is supposed to land at 510. My other flight takes off at 515. I'm not sure how you think that's going to work, but like, if you believe in me, so do I. So I leave the desk. I'm like, okay, cool. I go sit down, start doing my homework. By the way, I had planned to do so much homework in this airport because I was alone. I had a layover. I had a lot of time before my flight, but my flight just kept getting pushed back. It got pushed back probably five times. My flight was supposed to take off at um, 12.50 and I did end up leaving till 3.30. So that just threw a wrench in my plans, whatever. But they did send me a snack voucher. So I did get Starbucks on WestJet's dollar. So I was happy about that. So I'm sitting there and I think to myself, oh, there is a time change. So once I realized the time change... I was like, there is no way I'm making that flight whatsoever. I'm going to have to stay the night in Calgary, whatever. Because that was my plan anyway. I was like, it'll be fine. I'll just stay in Calgary. I told my grandma I was staying in Calgary by myself. And she said, oh, my God. Are you sure you can do that? Are you going to be okay? Like, she was genuinely concerned. I was like, you know what, Granny? I respect the hustle, but I would love to stay a night in Calgary by myself. But thank you for your concern. I was not about to pack my shit up and go back to my dad's house in Vancouver. You know, I'd rather just get there halfway there. Don't even care. So, um, I finally get on the flight 
to, oh no, I'm sorry. Let's back up. So I go back to the desk because I'm like, I am actually not making this flight with the time change. I tell Buddy and he's like, oh, let me just check the other airlines for you. I was like, wow, you are smart doing your job correctly. He looks on all the other airlines and I'm like, oh, are you trying to get me a flight out of Calgary? He says, no, like I'll even find one for now earlier. I'm like, oh, thank you, kind sir. So he finds me a flight out of Calgary for like 7.30 p.m., which is perfect because my other flight didn't land until 5 o'clock. So I had a long time layover just in case some more delays happened, if you know what I mean. Also, the delays were like stupid. It was crew availability and then like the plane apparently had problems. So that really helped my uh, my flying anxiety. That really helped. So um, let's not forget about the, the gory dream I had the night before I left too, you know, because... I think everything's a sign. So when I had that terrifying dream, I thought that was a sign that something was going to go awry with my flight. But anyway, so he finds me a flight, but it's Air Canada. So I just switch airlines. So he tells me, when you get to Calgary, go find a desk. They'll print out your boarding pass, whatever. I'm like, perfect. Great. Um, I forgot to ask him what about my luggage, which is my first problem. That was my first issue. My fault. Didn't check. Didn't ask how that was supposed to happen. So I get to Calgary and I'm just moping around the airport because I'm like, I have so much goddamn time. Like, what am I going to do with all this time? So I'm roaming around, roaming around, go get a smoothie, you know, thinking everything's fine. I go to the Air Canada desk. I'm like, hey, girly, print me a boarding pass, please, girl. Thank you. Actually, first of all, I walked to the other end of the airport, which is a probably 10 minute walk. And I couldn't find any other Air Canada desk other than the one that was like all the way back in my gate. So I like walked this airport twice. I got my steps in, that's for sure. So I go to the desk, hey girly, pretty my boarding pass. She prints it and then she prints a bag tag. And I see her do that. And I'm like, oh, um, I don't have my bag. And she's like, oh, why? Like, girl, I just got off the flight. Why would I have my bag with me? You know, I didn't just grab it from the bottom of the plane when I got off because I checked a bag. So I have to pay $40 for her to give me this bag tag. And you know what she says to me? She says, go downstairs to the baggage claim and get your bag, put this tag on it, and send it. Like through the, you know, when you go to the airport and you put it on the carousel? Yeah. So she's like, go find it put the tag on it, send it. And I thought in my head, I'm like, um, why on earth would I come out here? Why? This is not my end destination. I have another flight. Like, I don't, I don't understand why they, the bag crew, you know, would send it on the carousel. So I go downstairs and I'm like confuzzled and I'm stressed because my flight is taking off in an hour and I have to go back through security once I leave to go to the baggage claim. So I go to the baggage claim and I see people from my flight and they're all confused because our our flight, this has been an hour, by the way, since I got off the flight because, you know, I was moping around, didn't think anything was wrong. So I look at the board and our flight is not even on the board for like luggage. So everyone's confused. And in my head, I'm like, my bag is not coming out here because this is not my end destination, right? So I go to the desk and I'm like, hey, lady, like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm trying to get my bag, but I don't think my bag's coming out here. And she literally says, um, run. Your bag is coming out on that carousel right over there. She was 
obviously just trying to get rid of me. And I was like, okay, yeah, uh, sure, sure, sure. I really should have Karen in that moment. It would have saved me a lot of time. So I run, run, run back to the carousel. And I'm standing there, standing there. Of course, my bag doesn't come out because why would it? Everyone else's bags come out. I'm like, okay, this is great. So I go back upstairs. This is like the third person I've talked to. I talked to another person somewhere in there who told me something else about the bag situation. But I went upstairs and I was like, hey, girl, like I I'm, need to go aboard my flight. Like right now, I don't have time to like fuck around and find out where my bag is. So um, what do I do? And she says, oh, no, like Air Canada and WestJet, like they're going to talk to each other. They like know where your bag is. It's no big deal. And I'm like, OK, but my bag tag is in my fucking hand. So how do they know? How do they know what's going on? I don't understand. So I just have this bag tag in my hand, you know, walking around. I felt scared. So she says that. I'm like, you know what, girly? You're right. My bag is probably already in GP. (laughs) Just kidding. So I go board my flight, get on my flight, get home at like 930. Of course, my bag does not come out on the carousel in Grand Prairie. And I'm like, okay. so. Um, what do I do? Also, I forgot to mention the most important part of this story is that I have a skating test on Sunday. This is Friday, okay? And my bag is nowhere to be found. And I have to work the next day. So I don't really have, like, you know, the time, the resources to figure out where the fuck this bag is. So, of course, get the GP. Not here. Not here. I try to go find a desk to talk to someone about it. Nope. No person at the desk because it's too late at night. So I leave and I'm like, you know what? It's going to be fine. It's going to show up. It's okay. So I go to work the next day and I couldn't like submit a claim or anything because I lost that little fucking tag. They literally give you a tag that is the size of, it's literally a two by two gauze. If you know what that is, that's just the only thing I can think of in my head. A two by two gauze. That is equivalent to the size of this bag tag. That they used to stick on the back of your boarding pass, but they don't anymore. So it's just like, you're supposed to keep track of this little square. Which, like, that's just not going to happen. And I forgot to take a picture of it. So I also didn't expect my bag to go awry. So there was that. Um, So I couldn't even submit a claim because I didn't have this stupid number on the bag tag. And everyone that I called asked was like, what's your bag tag number? And I said, bitch, I don't know. And all of them were like, yes, you do gaslighting me and I was like no I absolutely don't I'm so sorry so the next day I go to work I say Cole listen you need to go to the airport and you need to figure out where my bag is because I can't because I cannot I'm busy you know working he goes only Air Canada is there and also another thing about these airports is I kept trying to tell them my bag is under WestJet's surveillance because my bag only says WestJet on it. Like, the tag is a WestJet tag. And they kept telling me, you need to talk to the last person you flew with. And I'm like, Air Canada does not know where the fuck my bag is. I'm so sorry. I have the bag tag in my rat fingers. Okay, WestJet is the one who has control over my bag. I'll tell you that right now for free. So, he goes to the desk and he tells him the situation. And she's like, oh my god, No, like her bag is definitely here, just locked up in WestJet's closet that I cannot look in because they're not here till 7.30 tonight. And I'm like, okay, 7.30 tonight is um, almost 12 hours away from my test that I have on Sunday where I need my skates 
Did I say that already? I needed my skates for a test on Sunday. And if I didn't have them, I couldn't do the test. Or I was going to wear someone else's skates. Yeah, so that would have been bad. So, also, that is the last time I check my skates in a bag, by the way. So, he goes, he's like, oh, nope, I said that already. So, she says, it's locked up. I won't know until 7.30 tonight. I go back at 7.30 that night, and I'm like, hey, girly, like, my bag is in that closet, I think. And so, she walks in. She's like, did you get a call? I'm like, no. And she's like, okay, well, they'll call you when it's here. And I'm like, girl, I don't think you understand that I don't even know where my bag is. Like, I don't know if it's on the way. Absolutely no one knows. No one knows. No fucking clue. So, I give her my boarding pass, and this girl finds it in five seconds. She figures out where my bag is in five seconds. I'm like, okay, so it was this simple. All right. She finds it. She's like, yeah, girl, uh, it's in Calgary. I was like, great. It's in Calgary. So, what are we going to do about that? And she's like, well, I can tell them to put it on a plane, but, like, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. And I said, well, you're going to have to tell them, um, tell them to put it on the plane immediately as soon as possible and you know what she worked her shit and i went to the gym after i left the airport and by the time i was done at the gym my bag was at the airport and i had a big red sticker on it that said urgent and i said you know what thank you so much she just made my day because i was able to take my tests the next day i did so terribly but i passed by the grace of god i passed so you know what we had a happy ending but it was a very scary um, trail to get there. Um, yeah, it was not it. So that was my plane issues I wanted to talk about. My trip was relaxing. When I was there, I skated a few times. And you know what? There were some very important people. Like BC is just full of like celebs, skating celebs. And I was skating with them. There was an 80-year-old lady who has been skating since she was 18. And she still skates. She was the cutest little girl I've ever seen in my whole life. I really enjoy my time. They have adult drop-in every single day there. Every single day. I was shook. I was shook beyond. Okay. Also, I don't know where to begin now because it's been two weeks. So, I got home last week. That was my last weekend with Cole because Cole left yesterday for school. He's gone for two months. He's doing trades, carpentry. So, he just like dips for two months then comes back and it's all good and dandy especially he's only gone around exam time, which is perfect because you know what? When Cole says he's going to bed, I have to go to bed too. So I'm going to stay up a lot later now and like actually get my stuff done, which is great because I have no willpower to stay up longer than him. So there's that. I had another midterm on Friday. I was supposed to have my midterm check-in. Oh, it's Sunday, by the way, when I'm recording this. I had my midterm check-in at clinical on Tuesday, but my teacher didn't even get to me. So I was stressed about it all week while I was gone, and I didn't even get to do mine. So now I have to wait till this Tuesday coming before I get to do my check-in. So that sucks. But what's funny is my grandma on Black Friday ordered me some figs. If you don't know what figs are, they're the Lululemon of scrubs, okay? Adorable, comfortable everything of the above um I think I meant all of the above for sure that's what I meant so she gives them to me because she shipped them to her house not mine so I didn't get them till now but 
when I ordered my first pair of figs, I ordered a small. I don't know what what in my head said small, but I ordered a small. The top fit because it was oversized. The bottoms did not go up over my knees. So they were that small that I ordered a large. The large, way too fucking big. Way too big. I had to wear leggings under them. I looked like a garbage bag in them, but I wore them to clinical. And I'm trying to sell them now so I can get a pair of mediums that fit. You know, I'm always going to be a medium girl, I think. I think I need to, like, stop. You know, I have one thing about me is I actually have no clue what size of clothes I am. Ever. I will never know. Like, don't ask me what size jeans I am. Lulu changes all the time. Actually, I do know that I'm a six in most leggings. But if they're really tight leggings, I'm an eight. See? It just changes all the time. I never know. But then I ordered an eight in the flare leggings, if you know what I'm talking about. And they're fucking huge. So I'm like, what? What is going on here? I never know. We have a lot of TV to, to discuss also because I watched a lot of shit over the last um, week, two weeks, because I had an exam. And when I have an exam, I watch TV while I study so I don't go on my phone. Because if I'm watching a show, I'll watch the show and study. But if I'm not, I'll probably just pick up my phone and go on Instagram or something. So that's always good. Um, my exam on Friday probably did not go well. I just feel it on my bones. I, I'm a 60s girl. And you know what? I try to be better. Like 60s, 70s for sure. I try to be better. But I can't. Like I just don't have the common sense. I don't have the common sense to remember like past things we've learned, all that stuff. So don't get me wrong. I try my best. I put in the time, but I, I just don't got it. I don't got that it factor. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like my teachers think I'm dumb, but I'm not. Okay. I try my best. So yeah. (sighs) Another fun fact. So Cole left and I got new bedding today because our bedding situation was just, just terrible. Absolutely terrible. So what happened was I had this sheet. It's like, it was like a silky sheet, but someone's toenails are very, very sharp and literally ripped an entire hole in this sheet. Like the longest hole I've ever seen in my life. One morning I woke up and I was just on the mattress because that's how big the hole was. And so I just laid my weighted blanket flat down on our mattress. And then like we just had this old Ugg comforter that I used to have, which by the way, great to begin with. Once you have it for so long, it's literally like fucking sandpaper. Like, no, just if you're going to get an Ugg comforter, don't. It's actually terrible. So just don't do that. But I went and got new bedding today and I, I now have a fitted sheet, a fitted sheet, a top sheet a comforter. I'm not a duvet girl. Don't get me started on the duvet, okay? And lots of pillows. Cole did take one of our pillows, so I only have three pillows, but it's okay. Um, I'm also, like, happy because I have plans to go see Cole already. Like, last time when he left, I wasn't sure when I was going to get to see him, but now I have a plan. And it's perfect because it's the same weekend of Starskate Championships, which is like a big competition for the girls. So I'm like, you know what? And guess what? It's it's like a month away from finals. So it's like, it's perfect. It's not too close to finals where I'm going to be like, holy hell. But it's like, it's perfect. 
So I'm trying to get the time off work. I'm praying because it's just too good. So I don't know what I'll do if I don't get the time off. I'll be very upset. But it's, you know, it's giving up one six-hour shift for a whole weekend of coaching and seeing Cole at his apartment. So I would love to do that. So we'll see how that goes down. I also love a road trip, especially a road trip alone, because I'm like a sing-out-loud kind of girl. And my music taste is um, backwards, sideways, upside down, like every genre you could imagine. It's it's there. And it's like really weird. I actually get quite embarrassed when I play my music for people. So there's that. So my point was I got new bedding, if I didn't say that already. But it's a really cute, nice little set. So happy about that. Um, let's move on to the TV recap because there's a lot to discuss. So I'm going to discuss the Vanderpump Rules drama with Raquel and Ariana, Ariana and Tom Sandoval. I'm going to discuss Summer House briefly, Bachelor briefly, the Murdaugh murder and Perfect Match. And also, let me tell you a little situation about this YouTuber that I watch. Her name's Remy Ashton, Alicia Marie. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but I watched them for a long time. Been watching them. So they are big fans of Lana Del Rey. So they went to this Women in Music Awards and she was getting like presented this huge award, whatever. So they're so excited to go and they finally like get to the room to meet her with just like a bunch of other people. Like it wasn't just them. And she walks in and she recognized them lana del rey recognized them she met them they went there to meet her she met them okay you need to go watch the video you need to look up remy ashton cruz on instagram and you need to find the video and watch it It is the funniest video i've ever seen in my life she literally walks in the room and says ollie who is this other guy who they're they're just friends with him and he makes vlogs like i don't think he's that huge but she recognizes him and he's like, um, you know who I am. Like, sorry, come again. And she's like, yeah, I, I watch you every day. And I think his soul left his body. Please go watch it right now. Right now. Go watch it. So Vanderpump rules. So I'm a new watcher of Vanderpump. And I, I, I really do think that I manifest things. Because I will like just begin to start watching something or I'll think of something and all of a sudden something huge will happen. Like this. Like allegations that Raquel was having an affair with Tom, who is Ariana's boyfriend of nine years. And it's shocking. That is the most shocking thing from my little experience watching this show. She causes a big ruckus, that girl. And I, she's beautiful. But please, Ariana is just more stunning to me. I really do feel that way. But what a terrible thing to find out. One of your best girlfriends has been having an affair with your boyfriend of nine years. And she found the messages on his phone. This is at least what sources say, okay? She found the messages on his phone while they were in Las Vegas or something. Los Angeles? One of the two. And it was like an inappropriate video of her 
on his phone. And then that's how she found out. That would be terrible. Literally nothing worse in this whole world. I cannot wait. I think they're filming to like show it at the end of this season. And I am thrilled. I'm fucking thrilled. That's going to be some good ass shit. One thing about me is I'm watching mindless TV. I want to watch something that will literally rot my brain cells. I, I don't care. I want to throw out my brain cells. So there's that. Now, see, I don't know if I'm going to edit this episode. So if y'all hear me say, if y'all hear me say like the same word over and over and over again, just like mind your fucking business. Okay. So Summer House, I can't really remember what happened. I think Danielle and Kyle got in that beef about Carl. Which, you know, fair enough. He did not need to bring up, you know, him coming to work coked out five years ago. But also, at the same time, I think it's fair. Like, if if Carl's kind of being ungrateful, just be like, you know what, dude? I kept you around when you were being a total, complete idiot. And so you kind of you owe, you know, the owner of the business, Kyle, a little bit of, you know, thankfulness. Just be like... I don't really know. I don't really know what their deal is, but Carl and Lindsay are pissing me off this season. And everyone else that watches has been saying that they're on Lindsay and Carl's side, which is really weird to me. I I think they're being annoying for some reason. They're getting on my nerves. But yeah, Danielle, whoever said, I think it was Paige, who said like, Danielle, when have Lindsay... Or Carl ever picked up for you? Like, why are you riding, riding to the dawns for them? You know what I mean? Like, why are you picking up for them so hard when they literally couldn't give two shits about you? Let's just think about that for one second. She's like, mm, fair. So there's that. Bachelor. I don't really remember what happened except for um, Miss Greer has COVID. And if we, if I remember correctly, on Gabby and Rachel's season, Logan got COVID and just, like, left. He didn't get a second chance. So, Miss Greer getting a second chance is kind of sus. Also, uh, Brooklyn having beef with Kat over her, like, kissing Zach right before Serenity's, wait, is that her name? Serenity. Serenity. Wait. I actually have no clue. I think that is her name. Okay. Okay. Um, before the one-on-one, I... That'd be annoying, but definitely no reason to, like, have, like, a, a fit. Like, you're all dating the same dude. Let's think about that for one second. You're all dating the same guy. She didn't have terrible intentions. She just maybe had a bad, you know, judgment moment. But no need to have a stroke about it. Especially Brooklyn. Walking her ass up when her and Serenity... Oh my god, I'm going to be so embarrassed if I'm saying her name wrong. Or if that's not even her name. When Brooklyn walked up and was, like, trying to get in on the beef. Like, I would walk away, too. I'd be like, this has nothing to do with you. Like, please hop off. Please. So fucking quick. Hop off. Immediately. So. Yeah. That's the only thing I remember. Jess left because she didn't get a one... That's totally fair to be upset that you didn't get a one-on-one yet. But also, like, I don't, I'm not sure that he picks the one-on-ones. I don't know how it all works. But, like, at least wait to have a fit if, like, someone else gets two. And you, like, you know, you have to wait your turn. But I could see how it would be upsetting. But he was being kind of sus also, again. 
he's been sus lately, like with the the whole Greer situation, him being like, um, freaking out because she re- like was trying to relate with her like COVID situation. He's like, this is just so different, and it's just not. Like, I'm so sorry. That was so out of touch. It hurt me so bad. So that was good. Bachelor Murda murder. That was a crazy story. I hadn't. I knew nothing about the Murdaugh murders. Um, I just knew that he was on trial right now, but I didn't know what the story was. So I was thrilled to have some content to watch, especially true crime. Um, I thought it was so crazy how they had so much power in that town that they like some. I'm convinced that they tipped off the police to not find that body because. How did a good Samaritan just find that body, but the police couldn't? And it wasn't even that fucking far away from where it happened. It was just, I felt so bad for Mallory's boyfriend. That was, like, really terrible to watch. Like, I just felt so sad for him, especially because they were at the same place the same time when she died. Like, that, you would feel so guilty if that happened. And then I couldn't believe the Murdaws, like, were not even asking about Mallory. Like, they were so concerned about Paul and all that shit. And when he ended up just fucking killing him anyway. What a terrible family, honestly. That is... I was shocked throughout that whole entire show. But you know what? He's going to jail for life, y'all. So he's off the streets. He's off the streets. And that's that's good enough for me. I would also like to discuss Perfect Match. I finished it on... I don't remember. But I'm going to give you my thoughts. I thought Francesca was annoying. I thought Savannah was annoying. I thought Carousel was annoying. I thought Nick was annoying. I thought um, Inez was a queen. I thought uh, Georgia and Dom, queens. Joey? I kind of liked Joey for some reason. I don't know why... He didn't rub me the wrong way. Carousel needed to be smacked so fucking bad. Shane, anger problems. Chloe, love her. Um, what else? Who else is on there? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Elsie. Coming in that late, how are you expected to do anything? How are you expected to... Like, you're just... You're so late. You don't even have time to, like, form a connection. The The premise of the show was also a little muddy for me. Like, I was confused sometimes. Like, what, what is the goal here? Like, matching with a new person every night? How are you going to find find a connection? You know what I mean? But Georgia and Dom, I love them so much. I was so happy when they won. But um, Joey and Carousel were probably like, oh, my fucking God. what? They probably thought that engagement sealed the deal. But everyone knew that was probably not going to work out. I'm pretty sure none of the couples are still together, so that's sad and kind of dumb. Like, what was the point of that whole show then? Like, can we just think about that for a second? So, yeah, that that's my thoughts. Uh, Joey and Carousel were pissing me off. They really thought, they just thought they were the, the best because they were together the longest, and I just don't agree with that. And also, um, when everybody... Everyone on the show kept saying, we've just been through so much adversity together. What kind of adversity, bitch? Like, please tell me in this setting what kind of adversity you faced. 
Okay, going on a date with someone else. It's so simple. All you had to say, oh, Bartise. I just remembered that guy. No, he needs to be taken out back for real. Like, wow. I hated every second that he was on my screen. I really did. Um, but yeah. Um, join Carousel. Not it. She was so over dramatic about everything and I was just like oh my god and I also hate couples that are like I love him so much but I hate him so much like no you just hate him like just say it just say you hate him it's all right just say it so finished that loved it what else what else you know what that's all I got that's all the shows I watched I really got nothing else to tell you about uh gonna be a long week i already know it but i'm going to see cole in two weeks so it's gonna be fine but i'm excited to like not have to speak sometimes like you know when you come home and you just don't want to speak yeah me all the time so can't wait but hope everyone has a smashing week you know get after it or don't i probably will not so i don't know Choose your choose your weapon. Whatever you want. Okay. Goodbye. Happy Sunday.